Are you treating your launches more like a math problem than a science experiment? If you feel like your launches are a problem you can't seem to solve, you don't want to miss this. I'm Jess. After launching dozens of courses and generating multiple six figures in revenue online, I have learned the right and wrong way to launch an online course. And in the last two years, I have helped my friends and clients generate more revenue with less stress using my aligned launch formula. On this podcast, I'm sharing with you my simple strategies and systems so you can make more money online and make a bigger impact on the world. Keep listening for the Launch Fix Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Launch Fix Podcast. Today is a super special episode though, and you don't even know it. My podcast team is here in town with me recording this episode live. And this is so fun to be in a studio, which is really just my home office with all these lights and two other people in the room here with me to record the episode. So it's a super fun day here today. So we are actually working on recording a series of content that will be coming at you in the near future with super fancy video with our new background and our new set. So definitely check it out on Instagram at jess.oconnell underscore if you want to see all of the details and some behind the scenes that I've been sharing on my stories. So definitely go check that out. So today, though, I am digging into our last episode of the four-part series that we've been doing called The Launch Files. And this series is all about launching and how to really scale your launches. And today is one of the most important and impactful episodes that we're doing. The fourth piece of this little puzzle is really taking on the mindset of a scientist. And what the heck does that mean? I will get into in just a moment, but I have to shout out this week's listener of the week, who is Rachel C. Rachel left us a review, left us a review and said so much value in a down to earth package. Well, thank you, Rachel. She said, I've been loving this show since I recently discovered Jess and I have really been soaking up the value and tips she shares. She makes everything really simple to understand and relate to, and I love how she challenges the status quo and makes you think differently. My wheels have been turning, and I'm looking forward to implementing some of these strategies and methods into my next launch. That's amazing, Rachel, and I am so excited to have you. Definitely share the results of your next launch with me on Instagram. We are actually coming out with a series of launch debrief episodes, so I would love to feature you on the show with that. If you would like to leave a review and maybe be featured in a launch debrief episode in the future, go to thelaunchfixpodcast.com, click on reviews, and leave a five-star rating and review of the show. Who knows? You could be featured as a listener of the week and maybe even as a debrief episode on the show later down the road. Also, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of that review and send it to me on Instagram. I will send you a super special thing in the mail and you don't want to miss it. So 
on with the episode. So today we are going into the fourth and final piece of this series that we've been working on called The Launch Files. And today we are talking all about the scientific mindset. And I get this asked, or I get asked this question all the time, what the heck do you mean by a scientific mindset? And this is something that I'm so excited to share and really make it mainstream in the launching world. This is something that I think a lot of people are missing in their launches and really is the cause for all of the stress and the drama and the post-traumatic launch disorder that people are going through after their launches. And so I'm hoping that today's episode will reframe this belief for you and help you shift your perspective on launching and how you show up in your launches so that you can have bigger launches and be more detached from the outcome. So something you may or may not know about me is I am a science person. I love science. I actually have a degree in earth science, and I'm really somebody who has always kind of looked at the world through that lens. I remember being in like the seventh grade classroom and learning all about the scientific method, and I really loved the energy behind it, like the notion of curiosity and really the intention behind getting more information. And I think that's something that we kind of miss when we look at running an online business. A lot of people, myself included, start their business because they need money. And so we go into launching as a way to make money. And if you are looking at your launches as just a revenue generating activity, you're missing a lot of the point. And so when I started my business, yes, I did it from the perspective of needing money, but I also came at it with the intention and the perspective of, hey, I'm going to try something new and see if this works. And that was exactly the energy behind my very first launch, which was actually quite successful. My first launch, I had an idea and I listened to my intuition. I made a post on Facebook. I put some people in a Facebook group. I ran what is now like a five-day challenge, but it was only three days, and I sold my offer at the end of it. And in that very first launch, which was really throwing spaghetti at the wall style, I had 23 or 25 people join, and I made about $1,500. And at the end of that launch, I was like, whoa, (laughs) this worked. And I was completely blown away by how powerful and how easy it was to launch that I just kept doing it again and again and again and perfecting it again and again and again. And that was really what started my scientific mindset around launching and around my business. Rather than looking at that and saying, oh, only $1,500, like, man, that wasn't a very successful launch. I was stoked and I learned so much about launching, about messaging, about my audience by doing it. And it made me want to do it more and more. And every time that I did it, I learned something new. I said, oh, man, when I say something this way, it resonates with them better. I'm going to remember that. Or, oh, if I have this kind of a launch, then more people buy. I'm going to remember that. And I really started to take what I was learning from my launches and apply it to the next launch so that it would be an even bigger launch. And that has been the case most of the way through my business. I have always been able to learn something from my launches. And in fact, if you go back a few episodes, I have an episode all about the lessons that I learned from my flopped launches. And it was because I was able to look at them with a scientific mindset and not make any meaning about it that I was able to learn those lessons. And if you heard that episode, you know that they were some pretty big lessons and things that really shifted 
the way that I'm running my business and kind of nudged me in the right direction. So most people are looking at their launches like a math problem, like something they are trying to solve. They look at it like A plus B equals C, and if B and A don't add up to C, then they did something wrong. And you might be thinking, oh man, that's totally me. (laughs) And if you are, that's okay. You should just keep listening to this episode. A plus B equals C is the wrong way to look at your launches because you really can't do it wrong as long as you're taking the lessons and implementing them into the next launch. And that's why instead of looking at your launches like a math problem you're trying to get right, start looking at as a science experiment that you're looking to get information. And that shift right there will completely change the way that you feel about the outcome of your launches. There's something that a lot of people experience with launching, especially around the time of their first launch, and it's called post-traumatic launch disorder. And it's when you go through a launch and it's really stressful and there's a lot of work and you put all of this meaning and attachment behind the outcome and it ultimately doesn't happen, right? Either you set a goal too big that just didn't come to fruition, or maybe it was really stressful and a lot of hard work. And in your body, you experience this trauma that you don't want to do it again. And if you have experienced PTLD, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You cannot bring yourself to launch again because you don't want to repeat that experience. And a lot of people suffer from this because they are not looking at their launches like a scientist. They're looking at it like a black and white, right or wrong, one plus one equals two, it has to add up problem that they're trying to solve. And really that's not what a launch is. Instead, look at a launch as an experiment. And I like to really break this down even specifically to the scientific method. In your launch experiment, you start with a hypothesis. You say, This offer in front of this audience at this price point with this launch mechanism will equal this outcome. And that is when you set your launch goal and you say, okay, I am going to hypothesize that this uh, experiment will result in this outcome. And this is where most people go off the rails, right? You're like, yeah, of course I set a launch goal. I'm doing this right. But you make it mean something if that is not the outcome that happens. And if you remember from seventh grade science, when you set the hypothesis and run the experiment and then look at the outcome, if the outcome is different from what you hypothesized, you don't rip the paper in half and call it a complete failure and walk away. You look at that outcome and you ask, How can I change the hypothesis, run the experiment again, and try to get to the outcome that I desire? And this is exactly what people are doing every single day, like when they are sciencing for their jobs. Like, can you imagine one of the doctors who's trying to cure cancer saying, okay, I hypothesize that this treatment on this kind of cancer will cure it, and they run the experiment and it doesn't work, and they rip it up and they say, we're never going to cure cancer, I'm over it. Of course not, right? They say, huh, that didn't work. But what did work? And how can we build off of that in a new experiment? They rephrase the hypothesis and they run it again. And something else works. And so they take that and they keep building. And that's exactly how you should be looking at your launches. It is not a problem that you're trying to solve by putting the right numbers together. It's not algebra. 
It is an experiment. And when you can take a step back, release some of your attachment to the outcome, and really look at it like an experiment, like something that you hypothesize a potential outcome, you run the launch experiment, and you really analyze that outcome, and then take the outcome and turn that into a new hypothesis, that is how you grow. That is how you scale. And it's shifting that mindset from right and wrong to curiosity to that of consuming data and shifting things is really going to get you to that next level with your launches. So what does that look like? How do you do this? The first piece is setting a clear hypothesis, setting a launch goal that is actually reasonable. One of the biggest reasons why people have post-traumatic launch disorder is that they're setting these hairy, scary launch goals that people are talking about without any reasonable expectation that anything close to that would happen. And yes, I agree that you should set the goal to cure cancer, but don't measure your success or failure on if you cured cancer in that one experiment, right? So yes, set the goal of having a six-figure launch. Set the goal at having a seven-figure launch. But never measure your success or failure of your launch based on hitting that goal, especially if that goal is not actually realistic. Look at the data that you're getting in the process of your launch and realign the expectation. If you only get 100 people into your launch and your product is 997, are you going to make six figures? Only if 100% of the people buy and 100% conversion rate is completely unheard of. So instead of looking at those 100 people expecting to make $100,000, which you really wouldn't, it would be 9,997,000, like it wouldn't even hit that 100K if 100% of the people bought it. So instead of measuring your success based on something that literally cannot happen, take a look at the numbers that you do have mid-launch and create a realistic launch expectation. And when you do that, you can kind of scale back and look at the numbers that you actually have and then improve upon that. So the first piece, design the experiment, create a hypothesis, have a goal in mind and something that you are testing and trying to figure out what that outcome is. The second piece of this is running the experiment. I cannot tell you how many times that I talk to people who go through a launch or start launching and don't actually finish it. And they say, well, nobody was interacting, so I just stopped. What does that even mean? How do you know if they're interacting? How do you know that they're not watching your videos? How do you know that they're not interested? And if you assume halfway through and stop showing up and stop sending emails and stop running the experiment, You're never gonna know the outcome. That's a tainted experiment. Finish the experiment. Use what I talked about in our last episode, a launch asset and a proven launch strategy to run through the entire launch. Send all the emails, close the cart, talk about it on social media. Don't shut it down halfway through because it didn't feel good. That makes no sense. So finish the experiment and then look at the outcome, examine the data, do a full launch debrief and not like a shame debrief where you're just handing in the paper to your teacher because you had to actually go through 
and look at the numbers. Ask yourself what went well, what didn't, what seems to be the disconnect, and what can you learn from it? Even if, and especially if you have a zero sales launch, you have to do a debrief. There is a reason why nobody bought. And if that's the case, look at the numbers. Maybe the reason is because you had 10 people in your launch. That's a really good reason why nobody would buy. That's not enough people. Two to 5% of 10 people is not a whole person. And so it's not enough people to tell if you have a viable experiment. You go back to the drawing board, you grow your audience, and you run the experiment again. You cannot know if you have a good or bad launch if you don't have enough people going through it. And so by looking at the conclusion, looking at the outcome and really examining the data and really figuring out where things are aligned, where they're not, and how you can improve them is how you move forward. So taking that outcome and taking that data and figuring out what are two to three things that you can adjust, recreate the hypothesis, create a new launch asset, tweak your launch mechanism or your emails or whatever so that it's a better new experiment and run the experiment again and then examine the data again so that you can get a new experiment and create a new outcome. This is so important when you're launching because this is how you learn. This is how you create that scalable launch and how you continue to grow. If you look at one launch experiment and say it's a complete failure and scrap it and you're never gonna do it again, how on earth can you learn? What are you going to learn from that so that you can grow, so that you can tweak it, so that you can scale? If you look at people like James Wedmore, he talks about how the first time he launched BBD, it wasn't that successful of a launch, but he launched it again and again and again, and they didn't completely scrap it. They didn't create a new launch mechanism. They didn't change everything about the launch each time. They made minor tweaks. They honed in the messaging. They shifted the launch mechanism. They changed the emails, but they made it better and better and better so that it became the four or $5 million launch asset that it was in 2020. And he's launching again soon, so we'll get to see what tweaks they make this time from last year's launch and how that impacts their overall outcome. And so really, instead of looking at your launch as a one and done rip sheet of paper thing, look at it as something that you can continue to grow and change and improve so that you can create that asset like we talked about in your last episode. So that's why it's so important to adopt this mindset of a scientist and stop looking at your business as something that is pass fail. That mindset in your business is going to keep you stuck and it's going to keep you in the cycle of repeating the failure that you've experienced over and over and over again. It isn't something that either you get it right or you get it wrong and that's the end of it. It's something that you learn from your experiences and you grow and change and improve as you go along. So if this is something that you want to learn more about, tonight I am hosting a Launch Runway Masterclass. And I realize if you're listening to this not on May 11th, you probably missed the boat on this. But if it's still May 11th and you're listening, it is not too late to get into my Launch Runway Masterclass. I am teaching you exactly how to take this mindset of a scientist, create your launch runway and your launch experiment and run it so that you can really see those scalable results in your business. So if this is something you want to learn more about, go to jessoconnell.com slash runway and register now for tonight's masterclass. Also stay tuned because I have a workshop coming up where I'm going to dig even deeper into the three parts 
of scaling your launches. So if you wanna learn more, keep your eyes peeled here because I have so much coming up for you and I cannot wait for you to see it. Also, you don't wanna miss next week where I'm sitting down with my former client and friend, Courtney Elmer, and we are doing a full launch debrief of her podcasting program that she was able to scale using the Aligned Launch Formula. So stay tuned. And thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in my next episode. Episode 30, Launch Fix, and three, two, one. Oh, shit, I did not write, like, an intro for this one. Okay.